Welcome back. This is episode 18 of the We Are Everywhere podcast. We have a very special guest today, a fellow fish podcaster, um, but not just a podcaster, a digital strategist, podcaster, comms founder, Leslie Mack from North Carolina. Did you say North Carolina? I totally blanked. Yes. Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, I'm not from there. I'm from I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I'm from Flatbush, but gotcha. I live in, in Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> That's where you're at now. Yeah. And I'm so excited to finally have someone other than from Oklahoma on the podcast. It's so funny because I started this out and that's where I'm originally from, right? And that's where a lot of my original fish crew is from. And so starting it out, I'm like, yeah, I'll just get all my friends on. And then Absolutely. I realized, you know, the title of the podcast is called We Are Everywhere and 90% of the we guests are, are from one and state. definitely in Oklahoma. We are <laughs> definitely in Oklahoma. <laughs> um, but before we get into fish, um, who are you? What do you got going on? You also on? host um, the Blackberry Jams podcast, which okay. I think is amazing. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you started that project and Absolutely. we'll get into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, as I said, I'm from Brooklyn, New York. I live in Charlotte now. I'm a digital strategist. What I do for my day job, um, comms director for an uh, organization called The Frontline. So I do a lot of social justice work. Um and one of my really good friends, um, Lenny Duncan, who is a minister, um, I also do some faith organizing as well. Um, we've known each other for years and uh, we're both black people and we both love fish. So over the years, it's been a constant kind of conversation between the two of us about our love of fish, our love of the scene, our love of fans as well. And mm -hmm. we like jokingly would say like, oh, we, we should do a podcast about, you know, black fandom and, and what it's like being um such a small group of such right. a, a huge you know fan base and i think we like were tweeting about it literally on twitter oh just uh, back and forth back and forth just you know joking around and um shout out to uh, jay curly from ben and jerry's who literally emailed me and said <laughs> hey i saw your tweet and um we'd love to support you in this endeavor that's and amazing. so that's the kind of the story of how blackberry jams was born um you know jay um came in and ben and jerry's um you know sponsored the show um prx was gracious enough to come through uh with the production and produce the show and so we had our first season last year it was really amazing we got to talk about all sorts of things um lenny went on the road and actually went to a bunch of shows while we were while we were recording which was really fantastic um we had um desron um, douglas from tab on the show um and so we've just had a really great time so far talking about this great band that we love this great fandom that we love and kind of right. where, where lenny and i for lenny and i you know our work is hard and it's heavy a lot and sure. so fish and and fish dumb and fandom is kind of our safe space it's where we go to you know let our hair down and relax and um right. and not think about those things for a few hours at a time and so um it's just been a joy to share that part of myself for me it's been this really great thing of um oftentimes when you're really like visible in this work you turn into like a two-dimensional individual, you know, you're not, you're not fully formed. And right. Blackberry Jams has added such a third dimension to me um, publicly. And it's been really, really fun to do. So yeah, um, no, it, yeah. it is. It's cool. And I, I love hearing that like origin story, you know, it's the, the things that happen organically like that seem to be like 
the best things. And the the name of the podcast is it's perfect. Blackberry Jams. I love the logo. And shout out to Ben and Jerry's. My question is, do you guys get hooked up with the free ice cream now or what? We have gotten a lot of ice cream. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It's funny. Everybody asks that. I'm like, yes, we have gotten several, yeah. you know, insulated containers of ice cream. You know, when there's a new flavor, we get them. Mm -hmm. And we did get a lot when we when we signed the deal. And, and you know, officially, you know, the announcement came out and you know, it was in Rolling Stone and everything. So yeah, that, that was really cool. exciting. Um, but yes, it's true. If you if you work at Ben and Jerry's, you get free ice cream. It's not, <laughs> not a fallacy. It is fact. <laughs> ben and Jerry's, if you're listening. Thanks me for up. the ice cream. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Hit me up. <laughs> um, so now knowing, you know, you've you've got your podcast and all the social work that you're doing, I want to kind of back up to how you discovered fish. Mm. Like what was that like first moment to where, you know, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, my weird cousin's hippie friend, you know, had a CD in the back of their Impala and we started listening to, you know, picture and nectar. What does that story look like for you? When did you discover him and when did you get hooked? Yeah. So I, I uh, went to um, a boarding school in upstate New York um, wow. for high school. And so I was introduced to fish there. Um, as you can imagine, upstate New York is a hotbed of fish yeah. fandom. And, um, and so my first show that I went to was in like 1993 um, oh, wow. at the Palace Theater in Albany. Uh, with some like faux rich hippie white girls that were like, we're going to this thing. You should come. It's going to be fun. I was like, all right, I'll go. Um, sounds like something to do, uh, which in boarding school is always what you're looking for. It's right. Looking to break out. Something. You're looking to do something. Um, and so, you know, I went to the show. I um, they had told me a little bit about the band, you know, mostly, you know, that it was they're from Vermont and they jam a lot. And um Sometimes it's a little spacey. That's what I remember them saying. Sometimes it's a little spacey. Um, okay. <laughs> which I thought was like code for everybody would be stoned. That was my, that was like how I read that. Right. Um, I wasn't really thinking the music was going to be spacey. And then we got there and it was. And then I was super confused. The show we went to, they did like a couple of covers. They did like Obla Di, Obla Da. And they did Cracklin' Rosie. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, is this a, I literally was like, are they a cover band? I don't get it. And right. they were like, no, sometimes they do covers. I'm like, they just did two pretty big covers. Like, and I'm a huge Neil Diamond fan. I have been my whole are life. You? Yeah, huge. <laughs> I mean, enormous, like really, really big. Okay. And so I was like, oh, they're playing a, like I, to me, I was sitting there like, oh my God, they're playing a Neil song. Like completely unexpected. Like just, I, I didn't know that I was going to get to hear one of my favorite musicians play right. that band I never heard of. So that was the first show I ever went to. So before, so, so your first show up until that point, you had never heard the band at all. It was I just had, off the I had whim. not known about fish, but also recognized like after the fact that like, you know, every other room had like bounced around the room playing in it, in the dorms and like, right. you know, I was surrounded by it, but I didn't know what it was. I just knew it was like, oh, it's this music that a bunch of people listen to, but gotcha. I've got Mary J. Blige playing, so, you know, <laughs> right. um, yeah. and so I, I, I didn't know that th that's who this was, um, especially because, you know, their studio albums are so different from when you go to a show. And that right. was a new sensation for me, too, of being like, oh, this is really different live than what they put out. Not the live albums, obviously, but, you know, when you listen sure. to a studio album and. I had only heard studio music, studio album music before. And so gotcha. this, that was another thing of me being like, oh, this is a, 
a, a thing. This live part of it is a separate entity. Um, and so that was really interesting to me. Um, I didn't go to any other shows after that. I just kind of went on my merrily way. I was like, cool. That's y'all's thing. You got it. Good to go. Um, and then I went to college. Uh, I went to Northwestern. I went to college in Chicago where I met my husband, who is a huge fish fan, has been a huge fish fan since before I met him. In fact, the night that we went on our like first date, the next day he left and went to Lemon Wheel. Oh, wow. And cool. I was like, you're going where for what? <laughs> I literally remember being like, what are you? You're going to an Air Force base for yeah. three days to, to see, see a band. A band. <laughs> see you when you get back. Like, I really was very. <laughs> and had you had you put that together that it was the same band that you I knew it was fish. OK, gotcha. It, when he said it, I was like, oh, yeah, I know fish. Like, yeah, I know I've seen them. them. Yeah, I've seen, you know, I, I've seen them before. You're like, I, I, I know a couple of their songs or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I think I had, you know, I, I said bounce around the room. I said a few <laughs> other, you know, tweezer or something like yeah. that. Just very like, you know, uh, enough to show you, you know, yeah, what you're talking I knew about. it, but I was like, I, that's all hype? I knew. I only knew like a couple are things. Oh, is that me? Did you? That hear was me? you. Oh, so sorry. I think like my music started playing. Oh my god, I, was like, I thought you were adding like, you know, some background music. I was like, cool. No, nice. I like it. I was like, oh, she's got a button bar. Are you hot? <laughs> I have a bell. That's the only thing I have. That's my only future mom that I have. Um, so uh, I knew about them, but I, I really was kind of like just it sounded like shady to me, actually. I was oh. like, you know, we were on our day. We like hook up and now you're leaving for three days to go to some random Air Force base. Like this sounds very like ghosty. I don't yeah. like it. It's like, I'll um, be right back. I'm going to get I'll some milk. And of course, this is like, we barely had cell phones, you know, like right. things are not, you know, not huge. Um, but, you know, when he got back and um, then we were together, we've been together for, you know, 20 years now, married for 20 years. Um, I was like, well, if you're into this thing this much, like I've got to, I, I need to, I need to get my weight up. I got to, you know, get myself check it out. Uh, and check it out. And so the first like show show I went to with like real intention was, uh, an Alpine Valley show uh, that was in 98 um, and that was the first show that I went to with my husband and we've been pretty pretty diehard ever since then for me that show was really cool because obviously the Palace Theater was an indoor show uh, Alpine Valley's you know iconic outdoor yeah. uh, venue and it's just a different vibe you know you know yeah. it's it's just like you know, the, the circus is, is, a, it's very much on display at the outdoor shows in a different way. And so oh, yeah. that was when I first was like, okay, all right. And also, you know, I was with someone that I really loved that was there to introduce me to the scene, to introduce me to this band in such a like, you know, gracious, loving way. And, um, without any pretense, you know, it was just kind of like, come like enjoy, like, I think you'll like this. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, that was when I started, you know, being more diehard it's funny before on here, i like went into fish.net and i realized i hadn't updated my show list since before the <sighs> pandemic and i was like shit i gotta let me go through right. and just make sure i got i've everything updated and i'm at 52 shows and my my oh, 50 nice. show was the last uh show of the new year's run the postponed oh, the and okay, I, didn't so know this... I didn't know the most recent one that the gotcha. one that happened i'm wearing my hat for that show. i see that i dig guy. it um and so, uh, yeah, so I was like, I was reminiscing a little, like just looking at my show list, like, oh, all right, I, I got yeah. a little, I got a little something going on here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always fun to like relook. Um, I use the, um, what's it called? 
the helping friendly app. Mm -hmm. Um, is that what you use or do you just go straight? I just go to fishfish.net. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. I think it's all tied in through like the same I think it is. Thing. I think it's the same database in the back yeah. end, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it is fun to like, uh, because my memory, um, from my, um, excitable youth um my memory is <laughs> very very um spotty at times so it helps to be like have it all right there cover, right like i've been to so many alpine valley shows i've been to so many rosemont shows i've been to so many camden shows like i've been to so many shows at the man because we moved and whenever we moved it's like okay well these are our venues now so like when they come here, these are the ones we're going to go to in your, area, um, yep. in your area. And so also that's the other thing is it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That Alpine Valley show. Which <laughs> one was that? You know, you start yeah. to like be they start to like blend together. as yeah, well. Yeah, it all comes. In. It all just like <laughs> melds together. Yeah. 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 That's awesome that you um that your you said your 50th show was on that what would have been like the new year's night like with the gag right no 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 it was the day after so it was the last the day, day on so gotcha my, my, my 49th show was that new year's you know with all of the gotcha things and then the next one was my 50th officially that's very cool um, that's very cool and so did you come away unscathed because i saw online a lot of people that were at those shows like just got pummeled with covid so oh we got covid yeah you did my husband and I both. Oh got no! But you're holding up, okay? I mean, we are, uh, and you know, we really had planned on when we were going just for New Year's when it was, you know, December right. and January. We were just going to go to the last two shows because my family was visiting for Christmas. We were literally like in Charleston with them. We were going to drive back here, take a take a flight to um, New York, go right to the show, and then and then see the New Year's Eve and the New Year's Day show. But once we knew they moved it, we were like, well, just go to all of them now. Like, let's yeah. just go it, and it, then yeah. it became well we're seeing them four nights at this amazing historic venue um for them for me as a new yorker mm -hmm. um and and just music generally speaking so let's like pick some seats that are different and really get like the most we can out of this venue and the band so like night one we sat behind the band uh night two we were up on the chase bridge way way up high night three we were i'm not kidding i don't know how we did this we were right at the level of the lasers so we had the best view and oh. then night four we were dead center so we could see karuda's full new you know light display yeah. um and it was great you know seeing the band these four nights but from four different places in the in the you know in madison square garden four different angles four different um ways yeah. of looking at them it was pretty it was pretty cool yeah and i saw um I, I follow um i follow you on instagram but i also follow black great jams and i think um it was either you or lenny i'm assuming it was you posted the pictures and some mm -hmm. videos and stuff yeah, I, was I did like little like you know tiktok like uh recaps yeah. of each of the nights yeah it was it was a great time it looked like I mean, a blast it, it was a blast you know we did get covid but Hey, if you're going to get, if, yeah, if you're going to get COVID, it might as well be <laughs> seeing your favorite band four nights might in a row. Might as well be, might as well be. There are yeah. worse ways to, reasons to, right? Yeah. Well, I'm glad that you and your husband and your crew are, even though you got it, I'm glad that you're not in a hospital bed. I'm glad no, that you I guys mean, are. We were boosted, we're vaccinated, yeah. you know, we were ready and, you know. Yeah, it helps. It helps. It, <laughs> it helped helps. a lot. It helped a lot. So, yeah. Um. So after, okay, so your fish journey starts. We're gonna say it starts in in '93 because yeah. that counts. It even counts. Though, I'm it there, counts. It, you yeah, know. you were there. Um, so '93, then '98, and yes. then obviously you're still seeing shows like you saw a show last month. Yeah. Um, 
out of all of those times and after all of this time you've had to spend with fish in their mm -hmm. whole catalog, do you have a favorite year of fish that you like to dial into? Um, I want to say, I want to say, I have to say 99 because mm, very underrated was so seminal for me as a fish fan. Um, it was my first, um, like camping, you know, event that I had gone to, um, and, you know, my husband, he went, he was at the great way and he went to the lemon wheel. So Hit he was all. like, you know, he, he went to all of them. And so he was kind of like, yeah, we camp out. It's going to be great. We had like eight people. We like drove down from Chicago. It was like this whole big thing. And so the lead up to that, you know, we went to Rosemont, we went to Alpine Valley, but that year, just like, that was the year that I was like, oh, like, this is my band. Like hit it the hardest they for me. They for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, just capping it with Big Cypress was such a, just an God. amazing experience. It was so great. I can't even imagine. So did you, did you make it through the whole? We made it. We okay. made it through the whole thing. We did. <laughs> I will admit, I took a big nap that day. Um, it was hot, to. but I took I took a nap that day in preparation because I just figured, like, when is this ever going to yeah. happen again? Smart. And also, you know, people forget about the hype around the millennium. Like, oh. I, I, <laughs> everybody thought their computers were gonna blow up do the children know like literally we had no idea what was gonna happen and i yeah. figured there were worse places to be if everything really like went as haywire as they thought it could right, right? um due to coding errors or whatever which was the the lamest thing but anyways yeah. um yeah so i yeah we we stayed through we stayed up through the whole thing and and um fully experienced it we got to Florida the night before. This is my funny uh, big Cypress story. We got there the okay. night before. And so we didn't have a long drive. I think our, we had maybe two and a half, three hours from where we had waylaid uh, before we could get into big Cypress. So we're in Alligator Alley thinking we're in the worst traffic ever. Get in and realize we're really fucking early, like really early. I'm like talking a day early, like, like, not a day early, but I'm, I just know like at six hours after we had already gotten everything set up and we're just wandering around looking at things, we had walked sort of to the edge where you could see, you know, the, the road a little bit and it was just headlights. I mean, you couldn't, that's all you could see was just headlights. And I remember hearing people say, oh, we didn't get in until 6 a.m. We didn't get all oh this stuff. God. And we thought we had it bad. And then we realized. And you had it good. Pot, yeah, we had it really good. Like all the, none of the porn potties had been used. Like it was that <laughs> level of early. Um, yes. It was like, yes, you could see like, you know, they have like the, the when they screw into the porta potties, it has like the shavings from the uh, plastic. Yep. That was still in the porta potty. There you go. That's how you it's know it's a good that, one. It was, it was a fresh, you know? <laughs> fresh. And, <laughs> and so we we just were um kind of amazed at once we realized like oh we got here actually kind of early and, and enjoying being there that early having like our you know eight tent set up we had a yeah. little you know, seating area and everything um and then watching just the head just headlights headlights of course after, now you know, it was like the largest traffic jam in the history of the united states so right um we were in it but we were not we didn't have it that not way. in it in it not like, in it, in it you yeah. got out before it was you we know did. we did god and i can't even imagine it's like i fantasize you know because all of these um all of these fish you know festivals you know lemon will great went and all this stuff like i always fantasize i'm like man like i missed i feel like i missed like this like heyday of like going and like getting to see um but i was like 
seven, eight, nine, <laughs> ten years old yeah. at the time. Like, and so then, yeah, you can't can't be doing it. And I always I'm like, man, like that would have been great. And like, especially with, with Big Cypress, I'm like, God, that would have been like the pinnacle. But fast forwarding now to my own experiences with shows, I have like by the time Encore is done, I'm like, let's <sighs> let's so get off these feet. Let's yeah. <laughs> let's go to bed. So I can't even imagine. It's one of the biggest things I say to people about fish shows is like, I don't sit, like I don't sit down. Like right. my whole thing is like they're grooving, I'm grooving. Yeah. So the whole there point, for? the whole point is to be up and you know in the mix. Um and I will admit it's gone. It's gotten harder as I've gotten older. Uh, this one was an eye opener for me for sure, especially after so much time, you know, not going to shows. I just was kind of like, oh, I forgot just how taxing this experience is. Amazing, but also like physically, there's a, a component to it. Um, Absolutely. Especially at Massa Square Garden. Trey talks about this a lot about how. Um, MSG actually the way they built it when people when the when the crowd really gets going oh, the, the floor the floor moves yeah and Trey was uh, t says that sometimes they can get everybody in the same rhythm everybody really moving and his mic will hit him he has to like physically move back from it and so I'm always like that's that's where I want to be I want to be wherever where wherever everybody's rocking so hard that Trey has to step back from his mic, that that's that's the sweet spot, right? There. That is the sweet spot, that literally. Is, that's the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And on the last episode, I was talking with one of my buddies, um, and he was kind of roasting me, um, not about MSG, but about dicks. Um, because every year that we go to dicks, we kind of have this spot that we hang out like towards the back mm -hmm. behind, you know, even the soundboard. And he was like, I don't know why you guys want to like pay out the ass, you know, to like go see fish and then like stand at the back. And I'm like, I was making my case of like, hey, if I got to go to the bathroom, it's easier, less hectic. Right. If I want to get a beverage, it's right That's here. Good. I don't got to fight. You know, I can move around. I can dance. I can breathe. And he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, I want to be up front getting blasted with That's every funny. note. <laughs> Lenny, Lenny is a rail writer and he, oh, is, he is very serious about it. Page side, rage side all day. Like he up there fighting Antelope yeah, Greg. <laughs> my, my friend Tyler, I hope he'll see this. So sh hi, Tyler. Um, he's the, the friend that when you get to the show, he disappears like poof, he's gone. No <laughs> matter what, you know, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, where you're just like, oh, he's gone. And yeah. then at the end, he pops back up. Sup, okay. guys? How are you? You know, <laughs> yeah. so it's always that funny thing. It's like, oh, yeah, okay, Tyler, we'll see you in a few hours, kind of thing. We know we're going to lose him to to the rail at some right. point. And let me, <laughs> anyway, I am not a rail rider. I'm definitely a stake my spot out type of person. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I love it. Yeah, no, it's, it, there's no wrong way. Like, no. there's no wrong way to eat a Reese's. Or was that Reese's or Oreo? No, it's no wrong way to, wrong yeah. way to yeah. yep. There's right. no wrong way to see fish. It's, true. it's all good. And and this MSG uh, run really proved that for me. Even you know, when we were sitting behind the band, I was telling my husband, I said, well, I haven't seen them uh, so closely be able to see how they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. But being right behind them, it's like, oh, you can see when they're signaling to each other, uh, when nodding. they're like, leaning over, nodding, pointing. You can't see all of that when you're so far away. So it was really cool to experience that and really see how they interact with each other, which was pretty cool. Behind the scenes. Literally. Behind the scenes, that's right. <laughs> and at MSG, the sound behind the um, behind them is outstanding. So. Is it good? Yeah, they, they have a whole, it's basically set up the same as the front of the stage. Okay. So the sound is fantastic. 
I won't cool. recommend that seat to all the venues, but at MSV, <laughs> it got two thumbs up for me. Okay, okay. I've still never, I was talking about this in the last episode too. I've still never been to MSG and I feel like I'm missing out on like a whole new aspect or a whole different aspect of, you know, my favorite band. You know, yeah. it's like one of those like rites of passage. It's like you have to see them there. So it's so next time they play, it, I got to go. It's very obvious they love it. And I think that's yeah. the thing I talk about when I say how much I love fish is the joy that they have is what we all absorb and vice versa. You know, they're not a band that's just out there like phoning it in. Um, yeah. They're not a band that, um, you know, gets on stage and it's just a job to them, although it is their job and it's a business. You know, what a great you, job, though. What a great job. Right. But <laughs> the, the the beauty of it is how they, you know, how they come together musically, individually, uh, mm -hmm. visually in some ways. <laughs> Sometimes we get some fun stuff there. Yeah. But yeah, you know, that that's the beauty of fish. Yeah, it is. It the is. Har and there's the harmony of it all. Yes. Yeah. The harmony. No pun intended. No pun. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Let's get into uh, some hard hitting questions. Okay. Um, right. One of the impossible questions I like to ask on here is I'm nervous. favorite jam oh. of all time. Like, like a the specific show or just like a song I like to hear them jam? Well, so we can talk about we can talk about favorite songs too, but I'm talking like Desert Island. Oh. You can take one fish jam Whoa. with you, and that's all you can listen to for the rest of your life. What jam comes to mind? This is I've never had such a hard question possibly in my entire life. <laughs> I'm trying to even think of how I would like narrow it down. I, I think right. I would have to start with the show. Yeah. I feel like that's what I'd have to start with. Okay, so what show pops so in your head? The thing that pops in my head is um, 2014, the man shows. We lived in Philadelphia for 10 years. So okay. um, we sp we spent, we've seen a lot of shows. At, at, oh, at, sure. Um, yeah, we've seen a lot of shows at the Man Center. Um, and so I'm thinking about, I want to say, wow, I'm really trying to think of. Let me see if I'll pull up the set list. Oh my Fish, gosh. The man. Oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of what song I would pick. It would definitely be one of those shows. I remember them very, very distinctly. Um, my okay. birthday is July 4th, and it was right after my birthday. Okay, um, yeah. So the, oh, so, I right. really, so I really remember I remember these these two shows. Yeah, it says it was the ninth. Oh my gosh. Chalk Dust. Maybe Chalk Dust. Um, no, the eighth was the one I think would be the oh, one. The eighth. Okay. And I want to say, oh, oh, they did a tweezer into ghost in that show, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm seeing that right now. Tweezer into ghost into 2001. I'll, I'll pick that one. 2001. Like that. I'm always praying for 2001. That That's mm -hmm. I don't know. But uh, what, what song are you always going into shows like? you know hoping for oh it's funny what a perfect segue because that's one of the <laughs> questions i wanted to ask you know what song are you chasing um for me um you know i would i've never gotten to see brother live mm. and it's one of those ones where um me and one of my buddies like from you know my original like fish crew like day one um we always whenever we first started seeing shows we we're like oh i want to get a brother i want to get a brother and then 12 years later we still haven't gotten a brother <laughs> so it's like this big built-up thing at this point um yeah. but one's one i'm always chasing i think because the first time i heard them play it it like blew my mind completely yeah. um especially with karuda you know just i i love 
um, the staging of, mo- of of fish shows, generally speaking. But Chris, you know, being the fifth member of the band and really adding a specific type of um, entertainment value to the shows. Yeah. Um, and 2001 is one where he shows out, like just goes goes at it. Goosebumps, Goosebumps right now. Right? <laughs> yeah. So I always go into a sh- into a show like, oh, I hope they play 2001. I hope they play 2001. And then I do, you know, I have to say David Bowie is another one of my faves because it's oh, so yeah. dancey. And so I just always love to hear that as well. I've seen a lot of them, not as many 2001s. They, that, that is not a high rotation um, song. Right. So that's one I'm usually chasing most of the time. David Bowie, which you mentioned, like that's one of my fa- like as far as jam vehicles go, I'm I always get so happy and so excited whenever they start Bowie. As yes. long as I don't get mazed, you know that's happened to me a few times. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yep, I'm yep. like, oh Bowie, I'm like, like nope, oh, it's oh, mazed. <laughs> it. um, but you literally, it can go dark, anywhere. It, it can, can go, go happy. Dark, it can go. It can dark. go all over the place. You it's don't know just, what, you don't what's know. happening. I've heard it go metal ish a few times too. Like I'm it, here for it. It's 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 such a great song. Um, I saw funny. somebody tweet the other day. They wondered if Fish had ever met David Bowie before he passed, and I wonder if they have. I don't know, but you know, you know. would. It's not impossible yeah. to say that. You know, rock stars meet rock stars all the Certainly. time. But I feel like Trey maybe would have met them. Maybe I don't know. Met met David Bowie, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe uh we'll. Either he'll be on your podcast or he'll be on this podcast and we can ask him. Yes, we can ask him. That'll be my first question. So, Trey, have you met David? Did you ever meet David Bowie, though? Did you meet did he, him? Did he know that you had this song that, that <laughs> he was heavily featured in? And recently, it was just his name over and over again. Did you? Yeah. Does he know? Does he know? Does he know? That? Is he aware? Was he, he aware? Did he know before he passed? Did he know? <laughs> so, um, so we talked David Bowie and uh, also 2001. You've yeah. seen both of those live. Yes. Is there a song that you're chasing that you haven't seen live that you haven't gotten yet? No, those are the two ones. I've been extremely lucky. I've also been to multiple, multiple day runs, which I have to say is the best way to get any song that you're trying to hear because, you know, four days, three days. It's the wells only so deep. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like they're going to be playing most of the stuff. So I've been lucky enough. You know, I really. I fell in love with Gayute like very mm-hmm. early on, and I've got to hear that a bunch of times. Um, I love Slave to the Traffic Light. I love so I'm just thinking of the ones that I'm always I, free. Oh, yeah. I could cry just every time I hear free. I almost like burst into tears on our show. Um, we had uh, this amazing uh, woman named Afrabella from um, Miami. She's a, a beauty blogger, a black woman, and she came on the show. She had hit me up when we launched the show and she was like, I didn't know you were a fish fan. I have a story to tell. And I was like, Oh, what's your story? And she told me she she's originally from um, the Bahamas and her and her husband had been on vacation and they were coming back and going to Miami and they were going to go to a fish show. And she had seen them and she was a big Dave Matthews fan, which, you know, a lot of overlap in those easy segue. Yeah. And so they were going to go to the show. They got back here and she got detained. She got detained at the airport and they were threatening to deport her uh, because she was on a student visa, which she was still in school. So she shouldn't have had a problem, but they decided that it was a problem. They had kept them there for like four hours, all of this stuff. So they finally get out, they go home and he's like, do you still want to go to the show? She's like, fuck yeah, I want to go to the show. They (laughs) go to the show and 
about three songs, three songs in, they break into free and she just burst into tears because he, she literally was detained. Right. It's, a, it's here, a deeper meaning. The, the deeper meaning yeah. of it right, for her. Um, anyways, if you, if anybody listen to, if you go listen to Blackberry Jams, make sure you listen to the episode. The story is really, really amazing and really moving, but that's the power of fish, right? She yep. is not a huge fish fan. And yet they were able to not just move her in that way, but like get her back to yeah. herself. You know, she really, yeah, just really get her back to herself. And, um, and so, yeah, I love free, um, Karini. I mean, oh yeah. What? We could just go on and on. (laughs) Name every song. The one one song that I get emotional like that with, um, 90% of the time is Reba because there's such a, you know, and Reba's, they can go different places, but for the most part, you kind of know not where the jam is going, but you kind of know like the feeling that yeah. you're going to get from it, yep. whether that's uh, you want to call it blissful or I don't know the word, but it just, it feels like a, like a blanket to me, yes. you know, it, it, <laughs> and it, I could it envelops you, right. It's like, yeah. 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 It's that, that feel good. Like, you know, your kids sucking on your thumb type feeling. <laughs> it's a really weird way to describe a Reba jam, oh, but true, th- that's the one that like gets me emotional. I'm like, man, yeah. this is taking me to, a different place that I don't normally exist in. And mm-hmm. it's whatever song that is for, you know, whoever's listening to fish or experiencing fish. I mean, there's always that, that one. And one. Yeah. Yeah. That would just move you in that mm-hmm. way and get really emotional. Um, yeah. I, I, I definitely, and it also sometimes it's about like your mindset too. Right. Yep. Um, sometimes you'll, uh, sometimes I'll be just really hyped up and I'm like, I hope they really, like like i hope they do a go dark dark, like dank karini i'm i'm ready i'm ready for it and other times i'm like i hope it's light i hope it's airy Mm -hmm. i hope you know we get we get a lot of dance yeah Yeah. i want to like groove more um so so that's that's been really great and then obviously you know uh, we go see tab a lot as well um which still need to do that you have to especially especially this particular um you know formation of the band it's mm-hmm. really really special like really special and trey is having i've never seen him have this much fun like period he's uh, in he's in a he's in a very good spot yeah have and you been seeing his his instagram um videos have you been watching them um which ones he's been doing these like guitar and music lessons on instagram oh yeah no i've seen those on uh interesting i've seen those on facebook where he'll like it's like 6 a.m you can tell he's just woken up that's his thing every morning he gets up and he plays and so he just decided this was a way and it's so interesting because i feel like he's been i don't know a little arm's length from the fandom over the years um i think it must be really overwhelming to have so many people you know revere you and you be such a big part of their lives, even though you don't know them at all. I, I imagine it being a bit overwhelming. And so it has to be, uh, you know, I, I get that, you know, I, I even get that sometimes in my work where people think they know me, but they don't. And I'm like, <laughs> you're being really weird right now. Um, I'm just a person. So don't be, don't be a psycho. But, yeah. um, but it feels like the pandemic loosened something in him and his, his interactions with the fandom now has been really personal very one-on-one, very unfiltered. Even the posts that he's been posting after the tab shows this this run that they're on right now, um, 
you can tell it's him. He's like, oh, we had such a great time tonight. And, you know, I can just hear it's his voice. It's not yeah. some social media manager that like typed it out for him, you know? Right. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, I, I, I'm happy for him. That's what I'll say. I'm really happy for him. Yeah. So am I. And, you know, I've noticed that like even with um, like it, it's a thing whenever people get older, you know, and I don't want to say it's like the the impending doom of death is <laughs> getting closer every day. That's a dark way to think about it. But I've no, I've noticed like with even with people in my family, you know, like parents and stuff, like yeah. as they age and get older, you know, it's, there's this extra sweetness or this extra like openness to yes. the world and other things that it really comes out in people. And I, and I feel that with, with Trey too. I mean, yeah. he's not, old by any means no, but no. you know he's, he's i think still, he's still out here moving and grooving and looking doing it great yeah. dressing very well i'm obsessed with this shoe collection it's like <laughs> one of my favorite things um that is one thing i love how the internet now it's like anytime there's a show that's being played within after the first song is done you get on outfits, twitter yeah h&m shirt H&M shirt you know twenty thousand dollar <laughs> glitter sneakers whatever it right. is right People I bought two it. shoes already because of Trey. Really? <laughs> yes, literally. <laughs> I want to get on he, some of Paige's shirts. He wears a lot of women's shoes. I don't know if he has small Does feet he? or if he just likes them. I don't know what his shoe size is, but it's really because the first uh, pair I bought um, is from this company called Low, and they're it's from Britain, but they have like an L on the side. My okay. So I was like, oh, like I need these shoes. I know what shoes you're talking about. You don't know yeah. what I'm talking about. Those and are definitely women's shoes. I went and I'm like, oh, they're women's shoes. I was like, oh, they're definitely for me. And so it's been like this thing now. My husband's like, please don't go onto that freaking Twitter account. I, we can't afford any more <laughs> shoes. Like it's enough already. I just bought a pair of Nikes he wore the other night yesterday. I was really? like, find these. I need them. These, these black puffy Nikes that he was wearing. Also, women's shoes. Wow, maybe he. Yeah. Hey, yeah, maybe he's got little feet. Maybe he. he did like New Year's. Those, the the glitter shoes he wore on New Year's were women's shoes as well. Interesting. They don't have them. I couldn't get them. There couldn't so find well. them. No, dude. I, Mike's shoe out. game is. My, no, no, no. Okay, <laughs> we can take. Can we take a minute and talk about Lordo for a second? I want to yeah. talk about it because who would have guessed he would be the most fashionable? And I don't. This is just me, you know, as a woman talking best looking as he got older of the of the quartet he yes he yeah. really grew into this this like really interesting like funky but like rock star vibe his hair is always on point it all started I, with the haircut whenever thing, he went from he, got that, he went from there to there it was like a whole new thing happened starts and wearing now, scarves scarves <laughs> are out you know at msg he took his jacket off at one point the place went fucking nuts <laughs> it was so funny i was like look at this people are screaming for gordo to take his jacket off <laughs> yeah. and then like you look at like that would be a good from like uh like those memes like how it started how it's going how is it going yeah like from Clifford Ball when he looks like a highlighter like literally to <laughs> now where it's neon, like yeah. oh he's like designer head to toe like yeah everything impeccably per and he he that's what he posts most of the time even yeah, on his, his shoes social media it's always his shoes it's his, his, outfit, his you know whatever's happening what he's <laughs> yeah. wearing um I so I love all of that it's so great yeah no they're all and I'm so glad that you know. Trey, especially, I'm glad that they're all healthy yes. and in like good, you know, mindsets because the healthier they are and the better mindset better, that they're in, absolutely. the more we get to 
experienced this for as long as they're able to do sure. it. And we've seen and we've seen so many bands just like flame out, burn out. Yeah. You know, I, my husband, and I go always go through the list because there's always this the next to fish, right? Yeah. The next who's contender. up next. Goose, apparently, is what I hear. I've um, <laughs> been hearing a lot about Goose. Shout out to Goose. I've seen them three times now. We're going to go see them again in a couple weeks. Uh, okay. I'm staring at two Goose posters in my Are you? <laughs> my husband's really into them. He just went to two shows um, back-to-back. He went to Charleston and he went to uh, Asheville. I couldn't. I had to work. But, um, yeah, so it's always that thing of, like, oh, who's going to be the next one? I mean, we've seen them at Leftover Salmon and Umphreys and, you yeah. know, all of, all of these groups. Um that weren't able to quite hold it all together um and i think that is because of you know fish is their friends they started out that way there wasn't just a band to them yeah Um, one it was school so that's the first thing but also you know this was a a labor of love for them and i don't know if they didn't know what it was going to turn into yeah Um, but yeah you know you're you're so right about them being healthy them being healthy together Mm -hmm. um and i know I know there's like this thing on tour now. Trey, like Trey is out. His vehicle is gone. Oh yeah. Or like anything yeah. is anything has happened. Like he's already like in bed, like done. Yeah. Last um, note is played, and thirty he seconds later, off. he's he's not talking to nobody backstage. He's not having no conversations. Like, See you guys not- at sound check. Bye. <laughs> See you next time. Yeah. <laughs> He's out. Um, but I don't I blame it's him. Great to see you know him have uh, find a balance right in his mm-hmm. life to be able to do that. We went to see him. You know he did that um Broadway show um Hands on a Hard Body. He wrote mm-hmm. a Broadway play. My husband and I went to see it. Um, and got to meet him. Uh, he was oh, there cool. the day that we went to to see it, and it was cool. I, I just thought it was you know so it indicative of him as a musician to always want to be stretching himself doing something else doing trying something new trying something different right um and it's what keeps fish so so fantastic because he's he's never satisfied like right period yeah no and and that's that's the beauty of it because i feel like we we all see that within trey a lot because Mm -hmm. like you just mentioned you know he's he's doing the Broadway stuff. He's sure. doing stuff with Tab. Orchestras. He's doing, he's orchestras. doing all of this, all the stuffs. Yeah. And I feel like um, even with the rest of the members in the band, I feel like they have that same thing too, mm-hmm. but maybe just don't highlight it as much. You yeah. know, I mean, you've got Mike with uh, sure. Leo. Um, mm-hmm. I always mess his last name up. Leo Kotke. Kotke. I, I never can say it either, yeah. but I, you know who I'm talking about. Oh like, no, you, you see know him. <laughs> you see him shine a little bit different over there, and it's just it's having all of their. It's yeah, it all starts. You nailed it. It starts with the friend group, mm-hmm. and they didn't. You even hear him say that in um, uh, bittersweet motel. You know, yeah. when, whenever they're talking, they're like, "We didn't try for any of this. We were no. just like playing music as friends and." This is what it turned into. This so is what it it's... turned into. And it turned into that for so many of us too, right? And so right. that's that's the part of it that's so you know interesting. We uh, went to Big Cypress and we also went to it. And when oh, we wow. went to it, we we did like a huge it was like 10 of us. We had like four cars. We camped out at Acadia National Park for like a couple of days beforehand and we made a whole trip of it and and they played Camden right before that the festival so we went to camden we were living in philly we all went to that show and then we hit the road the next morning like just like this did to head up to maine and um i remember that being like oh you know um it 
it was such a it was a different vibe than Big Cypress because it wasn't quite as like the largesse wasn't there. I mean, obviously the millennium was huge. But right. I remember, you know, going into it and thinking like, okay, this is um this suspended reality, this um I like that. created community mm-hmm. that is able to be held together by this music for whatever amount of time that we're there together. And it's such a loving space. I mean, people are so kind to each other. I say this all the time. It's my favorite thing to talk about, about how, you know, I've never felt uncomfortable as a woman at a fish show. I've never felt in, you know, in dire straits. I swear I've seen somebody do something really off and like, 17 people like hey knock that shit off yeah we don't do that here a lot of you know community driven um, accountability that's built into this fandom that you do not find in most fandoms and it's really really special it's very special and it's it's one of the things that i've talked about uh, quite a few times it's it without with running the risk of sounding cliche and corny it is a family like Mm -hmm. it's it's we're all we're all in this together. I mean, and it's, it's, we're, it's, it, it's beautiful. And it's one of those things that you can't, unless you're in it and have, have experienced it, it's going to sound like someone it being is. corny. It, like, it sounds like that can't really be true. Like it can't, but it be. is, it, it is. can't be that, you know, we were in this, you know, traffic jam going up to Maine and my husband fell asleep and like accidentally rear ended somebody and the dude was like, it's all right. You're good. Like, <laughs> like, Oh, we're going to the same spot. <laughs> We're all going in there. It's fine. Yeah. You know, uh, it's so it's always those things that I that I remember and think about. And and that's an extension of the band. It's how they've cultivated, you know, this this fandom and this culture around them. Um, that I think some people write off and it's like, oh, it's just a lot of drugs, which of course there are a lot of drugs, but yeah. um, it goes beyond that because lots of fandoms have a lot of drugs, right? That's not a unique thing amongst right. rock bands, amongst you know you all go to sorts an of NFL game literally and get like, drugs. This like this is not a new thing. <laughs> so it's not that. That is not the special thing. It helps, yeah. but that's not the <laughs> that's not the special thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's one of those things. That's one of those misconceptions, you know, because of the you know stereotypical like. Oh, you're going to see the hippie band, you know, you get high and do a bunch of drugs. And it's like, sure. I mean, you made the point perfectly. Yeah, there's drugs there. You can get it's like Alice's restaurant. You can get anything Absolutely. you want on Fish Lot. You want but it there. That's not that's not why we're there. I'm sure there's a handful of there's people that are there to party and make money and do whatever. But the things. for the most part, people are there for one thing. And then if you have some party favors, you have some party favors. Even better. That's right. Yeah. one of the things that i like to um that i like to get into on this show because it kind of adds a little bit of controversy because Mm -hmm. we all love fish yes we both host fish podcasts we we know we love fish but one of the things that i like to to add is you know you have people after every show that are oh this was off or this it's been going on since the band started yeah oh this wasn't good or that wasn't good or they missed this change blah 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 blah. but i want to focus on songs because Mm. over the course of the band over 30 plus years the songwriting the albums everything has evolved and changed we've gone through we've seen the um compositions we've seen the dark we've seen the light 
And now for this 3.0 era, it feels like a lot of the songwriting is, you know, is it three or is it four? <laughs> that's that's the question. That's right the question. There. Okay, okay so we'll question. We'll say we'll say 3.0, 4.0 yeah. era. Yes. In this in this new era. Um, a lot of it's been like, you know, the I love you, you love me, we're a ball of energy and light and we're vibrating. Um, and it gets just like the stuff, you know, from the 1.0 era, it, it gets some hate yeah. and it gets some love. So out of all of the songs in the library, it doesn't have to be 3.0, 4.0, it can be something old school. Do you have a song that you would be okay with never hearing again? Mm. <laughs> I feel like everybody has a pee break song. Yeah, it's like the song where it's like, okay, I can go. I can, I can go. Yeah. I can, <laughs> I can go now. I can go right now. Mm -hmm. Um, let me think. Mm. I've been surprised in the past at some answers. Um, because you have like the low hanging fruits, you know, like yeah. time turns elastic and sure. things like that. I This is going to be so, people are going to hate me. If I say this, people are going to hate me. This, this is the position you're putting me in. I have to say divided sky. And this is why. Okay. I've heard it too many times. Okay. It's the only reason. It's not that I don't like the song. It's a great song. Obviously, it's beautiful. But I've seen it. I, I don't think that there's something they're going to do with it that I haven't seen. And so I'll I'll say that because that's just from my from my 50 shows. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm like, OK, I've I've got that one. Like, no. And I don't I don't think that one's going to be as controversial as you think. Because think so? I feel like people are people who love Divided Sky. It's like people have that's like they're like, I am name, you know, when they first went on the <laughs> messenger. It's like oh, divided, divided Sky 12. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so yeah. many fish fans are so into that song. And it is it's it's one of those ones that's like it's been around for a while. But to your point, if you've seen one divided sky, you've seen them all. And like, you know, whenever it starts, you're not you're not like, oh, my God, what type two craziness what, am I going to get right now? now? No. What am I going to no. miss? Yeah. So the pause b between this time is going to be 37 seconds instead of two minutes. Like exactly. you're not going to, you're not missing anything. So I don't think it's as controversial. It, it sounds okay. worse Ew. than it is. Oh my God. <laughs> you're going to make me actually say this. No. On one of the, on one of the past episodes, um, I had Rachel Wesley on and she, uh, what did she say? She said character zero Ooh. was a no go for her. And I was like, what? Wow. That's the one I felt like was controversial. That's I was controversial. Like, I, I was like, I, how do you not like that one? <laughs> They don't play it that much. Like we don't. It's not one we hear constantly. Yeah, and it's like a good, you know, set closer. It's like mm -hmm. everybody, yeah, let's go. Yeah. My um, husband would definitely say tweezer. He's like, it's enough with it. It's enough. He doesn't like tweezer, especially as an encore. It irks him to no end. He's no like, way. If I hear one more tweezer encore, I'm gonna. Like, oh my gosh, tweet he's like, like an angry old man in the back. Oh my gosh, that's I would argue like I'm the exact opposite. Like if we if I hear a twee prize ender, like if you heard like a monster tweezer in the show, like that leaves me like on a high note. Like I'm taking my shirt off and stuff. Like, <laughs> just like uh, yeah, he's not into it. I, wow. I guess I had to name a second song. Might be it just might be bounced around the room because I just think it's cheesy. Um, but some of that is just like leftover high school like trauma, I think. <laughs> 
to be totally if I'm being like really frank, it's such a like personal thing. Sure. But I also like just associate it with like yeah, like faux fans. That's yeah. what I associate it with. And so to me, it's always just like, oh, they're playing fucking bouncing around their room. Like a, like a radio hit almost. Yeah, it's, yeah. it is. It is their it's their version of a radio hit. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. next up we have uh bouncing, bouncing around the room. room by the fish. <laughs> the fish. They always say the fish. They always say the fish. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Um, okay, so we've covered a lot of ground here and uh we've touched on some memories from tour and like how you got started anything. But what is what are some of those memories that you're comfortable with sharing? Yeah. That stick out, you know, we've touched on uh going to Big Cypress and it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are some of those um memories from either that tour or you know, tours that you've just been on? Like just fun memories from the road from seeing fish. Yeah. So I, I do have a funny um yeah, so one of my favorite stories about just f- fish fandom, it's not about the, the band, but it is about, you know, the fandom itself. Sure. When, when we went, I, I just mentioned we went to it and we had this huge caravan. I happened to be working. Um, I've, I've had like 17 lives. And at the time I was working um, as restaurant manager. And so we I got my kitchen manager to like hook us up. He got us like, you know, boxes of burgers and every, I told mm. him how many people and how many nights and all the things. And he just like hooked us up. So we had, you know, we had a girl with us. We had all the things. And so- That's dope. We went camping beforehand. We go in and we set our stuff up. We've had got everything together and we quickly realized we have way too much food. Like, I mean, there's no way we're going to eat all of this food in the time. Worst we have. problems to have. Worst, there are. <laughs> There's a lot of people. I, the guy that my husband hit, literally, he opened his trunk and there was nothing in it. And I looked at him and I said, sir, um, what are you planning on doing? What are you going to do in there? What what's going to happen to you? I saw him like a couple of days later, like shirtless, just <laughs> running around crazy. I was like, Drew, there he is. That's why he didn't care that you That's why, because he was about to be a madman for four yeah. months. <laughs> Anyways, that's not even the story. So we decide, we're like, oh, well, there's hungry people here. We've got food. Let's just start, you know, put turn the grill on and we'll do, we did like five bucks. You got like a burger or a hot dog, a bag of yeah. chips and a drink, right? So we we just start selling food just right outside where we had our little area. And we actually ended up making, all of us made money. We went home with money from the trip because of this. After the second, I think the second night show, we came back and we decided we were hungry. So we turned the grill on and we start cooking. These motherfuckers started lining up, Clay. Uh, and I looked over and go, we're not selling any food. We're just eating. We're closed. <laughs> we're closed. We're closed. That's oh. one of my favorite. Just, just because people are like, food is happening. We're just going to stand here and yeah. get some. Like, it was I got so one happy. earlier. <laughs> I got one. Yeah, I got one for lunch. Like, come on. The burger was good. So, yeah, I, that that's a, a, a good tour memory for me. I just remember us all just cracking up at just like a, a, a line forming. With us <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just trying to make some grilled cheeses real quick for ourselves because we're hungry. You get the broom out. You're like, like yo, go, go. Get out of here. Get out of here. Uh, yeah. That sticks out to me. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's any other like really good stories that I think would be funny to tell. That one just always cracks me up because it's such a it's so indicative of the fandom of just like this expectation of, com- of community. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and like what, what's happening right now? Yeah. Uh, so it was really funny. I'm glad it wasn't my first uh, camping show. Cause I would have been very just disturbed by all of it. You're like, what's but going on? It was happening right yeah. now. Uh, so that was, that was a really good one. And then um, I'm trying to think. 
gosh, if there was any other ones. Um, yeah, it's hard, like on the spot, you know, because it's like, yeah, that, that, earlier, I, it all blends. Yeah, together. it all blends together. It just starts to like, just like, you know, run together from one another. Um, yeah. Boardwalk Hall was really great. I just remember um, Boardwalk Hall. They did that, the Atlantic oh. City run yep. um, for, for Halloween. Um, and that was the wingsuit year. So I just remember that being really cool. Just being like, these motherfuckers are playing a new whole album right now. You yeah. know, I just remember being like, with this band, they will not stop surprising us. And yeah. I think that's the the biggest takeaway. You know, I know people that are like big Stones fans or big whoever fans. Yeah, you're going to go to their show. I'm going to go see the Red Hot Chili Peppers in September. Oh, that's I, cool. I could probably write their set list right now. Well, like, they got a new but, album out, right? Yeah, they're not gonna do that much of that album. They're gonna do like <laughs> they're gonna do like two, maybe three songs from that album. Let's take me to the place I love. It's gonna be under the bridge. It's gonna be all the yeah, they playing their hits, right? Like yeah. that's what's gonna happen. Uh-huh. It's just not that band, and yeah. they always uh, are able to continue to surprise us. I I know that that's the joy that they continue to bring. I think it's why that they they still stay together is because there's still more shit to do. They're still fucking whales to fly around <laughs> Madison Square Garden okay there's still more stuff to do yeah and um and that's that's the beauty of fish it well, is so much they're so it's, great they're the the, the force gump of bands you never know what you're gonna yeah. get you never know you never know <laughs> when you show up it could be anything it, it could, could be anything happening and that's uh, and, and that's that's the beauty of it all and it just makes um I think it makes a fandom fun because we all are like oh this new thing happened mm-hmm. and you know, all the, I mean, I know I got COVID because I, let me tell you something. When they went on the first night we were behind them, I screamed, let's go so loud. My husband was like, girl, <laughs> you need to like dial it down like three notches. I was like, wow. I was so excited. You hear it picked you know, up on the soundboard. <laughs> I just was so in it. I was just like, uh-huh. so like re- just ready, ready, ready. And everybody was like, it was just like, you know, all of us, we were planning on being here, you know, four months ago and, right. you know, to have it postponed. And then it was just like, it was 420 and the build up, just all of it was just a yeah. lot, a lot of emotions going on there. And so I've had, I've had so many of those moments with fish where it's like, you know, the buildup is there. It's so exciting. We're so ready to see them. Or it's a new venue I've never seen them at, you mm-hmm. know. Um, I remember we went to Homedale and I was like, oh, I hadn't been to that venue before. And I was like, this is fucking, this is a nice venue. This is so nice. Even those little, like, differences of of the venues, um, how they interact with each other and how the sound is and what it's going to look like and what what's Karuta going to do. Like, yeah. all of those things are so interesting and, and make... Um, you know, listening to a band that's been together for 30 years playing, you know, essentially a, a large pool of songs, but still the same pool, uh-huh. still interesting. And um, yeah, you just can't, it just can't be beat. It's so great. It it's can't. Just amazing. We're going to see them. When are we seeing them again next? Yeah, that's what oh, I was yeah. going to ask. going to Charleston, I want to say. Yes, I think it's Charleston. One is, we, have, we have a couple shows coming up. I know that it's confusing because we're going to we're going to Denver to see Tab in two weeks, actually, oh, cool. um, which I'm really excited about. I think it'll be like my sixth or seventh time seeing them. I try to see Tab as much as I possibly can. It's such a for me because uh, they play a lot of fish songs. 
Mm-hmm. So di- it's such so different. Yeah. Um, and that is always interesting to me too to see the different, you know, the different chemistry. chemistry the, yeah. Even though it's this, you know, they're still, you know, they're still playing ghost or they're still playing whatever. And right. you know, getting to experience it in a different way, like funkier, groovier. You know, they've got a horn section. It's a complete it's just such a different, different dance, more dancey. Yeah. More, you know, the, the bass is always like kicking, you know, it's a lot, a lot of all of that. And um it's exciting. I've been so angry. I've been so frustrated. With people complaining about Tab playing fish songs. I'm like, what? He wrote this. What? What the yeah. hell? What are you talking about? What Do we need to remind about? you what Tab stands for? What are you talking Trey about? Anastasio band. Play his songs. Like yes. <laughs> I don't get yeah. it. Also, if you don't like it, you know what you can do? Not go. It's not hard. It's like yeah. so, it's a <laughs> don't listen to thing it. To do. Don't listen. So easy. So uh, are so you yeah. are you hitting um any other fish shows uh the summer tour? Are you hitting Dicks at all or no? We're not we were gonna go to Dicks, but it's right after it's like the chili peppers is like the first uh, night of Dicks. And it gotcha. turned into a whole thing of us trying to be like, are we really going to go to this chili pepper show? Get on a plane and it just wear yourself into- out. Yeah. Yeah. I just was like, I'm too old to do all of that. We've got to like <laughs> dial it back a bit and figure out we are going to go. I think we're going to let me look at the upcoming shows because now I don't even remember which ones we're going to. <laughs> don't um, really I'm like, jab. where are we? Yes, it is Charleston. We're going to two nights in Charleston and that's, uh, end of may beginning of june so we're gonna go there coming up yep um we're i'm i really am hoping trey adds some more acoustic shows um in the fall so i'm crossing my finger trey if you hear me please add a trey, few more shows for us we need just think, a couple more i think i'm gonna get to hit my first um acoustic show uh because i'm in michigan and oh I, you're gonna go to meyer gardens uh grand rapids yeah, yeah we, I, we lived in, in grand rapids for two oh years. did you yeah, and so you're you're gonna love it. It's a great venue, beautiful, beautiful yeah. venue. And um, we saw Tab here in Charlotte on um, the last tour, and that was a tour that <laughs> everybody kept just dropping like flies. Uh, by the end, it was just Trey. Literally, the last show was just him. Oh. And when they came here, they had lost the band, uh, the horn section. Uh, Jen had gotten COVID. And then the trombone player got COVID, and so they just cut the whole horn section out. Um, it's like I'll just do it solo, I guess. Literally, just I mean, they lost their drummer. Fishman had to join them for the last four shows. That's how. Literally, they just started like falling off. Um, their show, the first run of this this tour for Tab, is the first time that full band has actually been able to play together. Gotcha. Because for all of these, somebody was sick. Somebody was it was all this stuff. So I know Trey's been really excited because finally. This band he put together actually together. gets to play, right? He yeah. spent all this time grabbing the people and putting them in place and getting it ready. Right. And finally. So um, it's but because of that, the encore here was acoustic, just him mm-hmm. because they didn't have uh, the horn section. So he everybody left the stage. and It was just him. He did the whole encore. I hadn't heard him acoustic before. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a whole separate level i don't know if you have the new album it's just fantastic um his maybe it's on the so i'm sure it's on the fish app oh gosh i i have the uh i bought the um the vinyl uh, i love vinyl so. oh cool yeah uh, i've got a little vinyl, collection and, too um, it's uh it's just really beautiful you know to get to hear his voice in such a um clear like tender like sweet spot with intimate him, yeah. int- you know all of that i hadn't heard him like that before so i really one if you get to if you can definitely go uh, yeah to the ground no i have to it's, sure. it's in my backyard 
Um, and um, I'm hoping he adds some more because they're not doing much in the fall. So I'm hoping, cross fingers, that he adds a few more, a uh, few more acoustic shows because I have a feeling he's going to really enjoy it. And if there's one thing we know about Trey, if he enjoys some shit, he's going to keep doing it. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm hopeful that those shows go really well. Uh, you know, in Louisville, Cincinnati, Grand Rapids, I think, are the three that he has. Um, that he, oh, and Interlock, and he's going to um, Interlocking as well in Michigan. Um, so I'm hopeful that we can see him um, acoustic as well. Cause that, that encore alone, I mean, it really wet my appetite. I bought the vinyl so quickly. I was like, he did a whole album. Oh my gosh. I, I gotta get it. I gotta get it. I gotta get it right now. I gotta get it. So yeah. So this tour, I mean, we're, we're going to go to, um, we're going to go to Charleston um, and we're thinking about some other shows. I don't know. It just, we were t- talking about going to Atlantic city, but mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen the prices for housing there. I mean, Every, literally from 120 the night before to $800 a night for like just what, like Airbnbs? No, just a hotel room in Atlantic City. See, dude, they because those shows, you know, it's like dicks. They just can sell and sell and sell. Yeah. The venue's so huge yeah. that there's no limit. And so, of course, you know, this if is they can charge happens. it. They're going they to can charge it. They're going to. So we're just kind of like. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking about another show. I don't know which one. It's going to require us to fly. And so I'm just kind of like, which one would, could we do? I'm thinking. The most bang for your buck. Yeah. Like, what would be yeah. the thing that we'd want to go do? Maybe the man. But they're only doing two nights. There. I wish, if they were doing three nights. It would be worth it. Philly, it'd be worth it. But two, yeah. I'm like, I don't know. We'll yeah. see. If I'm a betting woman. <laughs> if I was a betting woman, well, at least go see at least one more tour stop i don't know which one we'll see which what what transpires as we get yeah of things but because it's like one of those it's like those game day decisions and like yeah, fomo sets in you're like closer and you're like uh, uh, i gotta go i got i could go this week i'm not even working in july we could just, yeah. we could just go up to connecticut or whatever you know yeah head up to bethel let's go there like yeah. whatever it might be yeah so i i think we'll see at least one more um i don't know which one but well, well, if it winds up being, I know you said Dix is off the table. Um, mm-hmm. The other one that I'm going to um, is Pine Knob. Uh-huh. Obviously, Pine, so. Knob is on, Pine Knob is in the mix because somebody actually hit me up. They have tickets to Pine Knob that they can't use. They wanted to give to me. So that, hey. one, that one is in the mix. You okay. know, the miracles are always showing up. That's the other thing, too. Yeah, they they just will happen, and so I'm I'm open, and we'll see what what occurs. Uh, so if you wind up making it to Pine Knob. Hit me up. Absolutely. We'll raise the show together. Definitely. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Thank yeah. you so much for taking the time to be on the show. Um, I've since I launched this podcast, you know, I've been looking at all of the. I was like, oh my god, there's a shit ton of other fish podcasts. Oh, like yeah. you have attendance bias. You have so many library jams. All you have undermine folks. Yeah, like, yeah. So many. And, so and it's, it's a little crew. You gotta you gotta get RJ on here for sure. Don't yeah. You, uh, for, he would love to do this show. I think it'd be really fun yeah. to hear him uh, answer all these great questions. Uh, <laughs> those guys are great over at Undermine. They've been so gracious to us too at Blackberry Jams, and um, you know everybody has been. They've been so nice and so wonderful and and gracious uh, to us, and it's been wonderful. And season two is coming, so uh, purr, purr, purr. shout out to uh, Ben and Jerry's once again <laughs> for their support. We appreciate you. Uh, we, as, as we say on the show, uh, a shout out to our, uh, ice cream overlords. Um, <laughs> I love it. So yeah, we we're just at the production, early pre-production stage right now. So we're just mapping out what the season's going to be, but Lenny and I are really excited to get back into it. I think there's going to be at least one kind of bonus episode, um, 
where I get to recount uh, my MSG experience. Um, okay. So we've just been trying to find the right time for me to fully, you know, unpack it all and sure. uh, and and be ready to talk about it because it really was intense and uh, and beautiful and um, just a, a whale of a time. Just a whale of a time. <laughs> just something. You know, it's one of those things. I I I said to Drew. I, Everybody was so. If you look at any of the pictures, zoom in and look at the at the at the people. Mm-hmm. Um, if you see any of the pictures of of the the night with the you know the New Year's Eve gag with the dolphins and basically turning MSG into a giant aquarium for all of us because it was this like, is this happening? Am I am I tripping? Am I tripping? Like, literally, <laughs> what the fuck is going on right now? Right, because it was staged. You know, it wasn't like everything happened at once. It was like first that they they left the stage and they redid everything and then like they they rose up that was enough for us i'm not gonna lie everybody in that room was like "Woo, they're oh, out yeah this is amazing then they were projecting onto the bottom of the stage and we were like oh my god this is amazing then the laser show started we're like oh, lasers oh my god <laughs> lasers then the dolphins came out and Literally, we just were gobsmacked. And then <laughs> when the whale came, I just, I literally, I just threw my hands up. I was like, like that just, I forget it. I don't yeah. even, I have no words. What do you say? What's happening? Yeah. Whale just went by me in Madison Square Garden. We all were just like, what is happening here? And the greatest thing about most venues is the staff at these venues love when fish comes. It's oh, their sure. favorite time. I I always talk to the staff and they're always like, nah, fish is the, they have the best fans. Y'all are the most fun. You're the most chill. Nobody ever fights. Everything's always like so cool. Y'all tip like <laughs> mad. Everybody's having a great time. And um, they always say if, if it's not there, if the, that night, the, the security person in our section, he had been working at MSG for 12 days. Oh, wow. 12 days. And this, <laughs> This he got to witness, and he looked at me and was like, "Sis, is this for real? Does this happen every show?" I'm like, "No, this is not special. The norm, sir. No, do not expect next time fish comes to see uh, dolphins, dolphins floating around. That's not not typical. No, it is not. Yeah. Uh, you're blessed. And yeah. literally, you are blessed right now. So. I could you imagine though? It's like your second week on the job. Second and week. You're, you're like, what the hell is happening in here? um yeah it was next level next level just next level and seeing them continue to push themselves you know right in that kind of way is is you know it's that's not a gag that is not a gag that is creativity that is a production you know and so much thoughtfulness to go into it and the perfect venue to turn into aquarium and it's already circular already you know just all of it was so beautiful and i just we just all were floating leaving that show just like literally imagine it's like oh my gosh can you even believe this happened i kept sending pictures to friends like what is that what's going on is it is it a hologram i'm like nah bitch it is not a hologram that's what i thought they're drones i can't even just the idea of it was so like wow and whenever i first saw it on instagram like the next day i was that's the first thing i thought i was like oh my god those are drones and then I was like, no, those like, like look like balloons. And then I, <laughs> the shithead in me was like, dude, I'm just going to watch. I know one of these had to have crashed. I was like, I know that there was some something Nothing. happened. 
they did so well with it too and it was where we were sitting in the 200s because i said we were at the like laser level and because they wanted it to look like an aquarium they had them like going up and like diving down Uh so they were passing us so much because of that and to really give that effect of like being underwater and everything. And, you know, of course, then then they're playing waves. I mean, just all of it was so just just the perfect moment. And I don't know. I, my husband was like, it felt like a swan song. I said, you said that about Big Cypress. You said you said that about it. You said that about Hampton. You said you've said that so many times. You're like, come on, man. Come on, come on. Have a little faith. Have Put a your little, hair down, man. Come on. Have a little faith. <laughs> It's not a it's not a swan song, but it is, you know, it could be a peak. There are peaks and valleys all over the place. And, and I was definitely a highlight. Up. Definitely a highlight. I was cracking up whenever I saw, you know, because I was looking through it and I was like, wow, this is impressive. And then, you know, uh, I forget what song it was in, whether it was in Waves or Free or whatever. But Trey, like whenever because you know his his look, he does. He, yes. But, and he was like doing like the whale calls and yes, stuff. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what about that like was like the second that I saw it. I was just like, dude, this I just started cracking up. I was like, this is so true. Yeah, for them, you like see, you know, the the Big Cypress um podcast is is a really great one. I I recommend everyone listen to it because they talk a lot about, you know, how these like ideas that they just have these like wacky ideas and then see if they can do them. Like they wanted to do big Cypress in Hawaii and realized it was impossible to fly all of us there. Um, and so they couldn't do that. Right. So like, you know, they wanted to do a 24 hour show, but not tell anybody that it was going to be a 24 hour show that turned into the Baker's dozen. So mm-hmm. I want to know what, what was the kernel that got them to a humpback whale flying around right. Madison Square? Garden? Like, where was the conversation that started and ended there? Ended with, yes, we're going to fly a humpback whale around Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah, and knowing you know, them, like, you know, they were just sitting around. Literally, you know, like, wouldn't it be cool if I feel like they start laughing? They start laughing, and then yeah. it's like, well, we could do it. Well, how would we do it? You know, and then 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 it starts the the machine of all of the you know the 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 team, the great team that they work with to to put on these productions. But the logistics. yeah, the logistics of it all and what it's going to be like and all of those things. But I imagine standing up there and watching all of our reaction to this thing that they planned for us yeah. must have been pretty pretty Very pretty cool. big highlight for them. Yeah, really, it had to have been. Yeah. Um, I wish I could have seen it, but. I'm glad that you got to, and I'm glad everyone else that was there got to see yes. it. Yes. Um, All of us in COVID. It was in the building. <laughs> it's worth it. The trade-off. <laughs> Once again, I'm glad that you're that you guys are. Um, even though you did get it, I'm glad you're safe and yes. and doing good. And thanks again for taking the time to be on the show. Um, if you're listening me. and you have not checked out the Blackberry Jams podcast, do it. It's on Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever you get. It's out there. Your stuff, Instagram. Give them a follow. Give them a listen. And um, Leslie, thank you so much for taking the time. It was Thanks a pleasure meeting you. So oh, great to pleasure meet talking you. fish. Absolutely. And, yeah. Hopefully. Oh, Congrats on the show. I, I love the format of it. I meant to tell you, I listened to, I think I listened like three or four episodes. And I just, I love the intimacy of just talking to somebody about their personal personal connection to fish yeah um no one's doing that so uh, kudos to you for having such a great um Thank idea you. um it's it, it's so much in the spirit of the fandom and also i love your logo so <laughs> thank you <laughs> simple <laughs> hoping i don't get hit with the uh, copyright on that <laughs> i don't know fishman will be all right he'll be <laughs> yeah, he's okay he's the coolest one he's he's, he's yeah it's his moo so it's absolutely it's okay. 
I, okay. I, lo- I like embracing out new colors this year. It's I know. Nice. Yeah. Getting vibrant with the, yeah. the blues and the greens. And all. And all yeah. Pretty sweet. I love it. Well, thank you so much. And hopefully I'll see you at Pine Knob. I'm yes. going to put that out there and yes. uh, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right.